you, Brother Mike, and good morning, friends. We greet you today from the Bethany Baptist Church Radio Pulpit, and I trust that you're enjoying God's blessings today. Let's take a Bible and go to the book of James, the book of James, chapter 4. Uh, the scripture's already been read, and we'll get back, right back, get right into that message, and I trust that it will minister to your heart today. The book of James deals with the practical issues of life. Uh, they're very pertinent and personal matters. Uh, and verse number 14, uh, here he deals with a very important issue, and that is that of life. And, you know, you don't hear much preaching from the book of James. I, I confess I, I have preached through the book of James at the church, but uh, usually we just don't preach. You don't hear much preaching from the book of James. But, it is a, but it's a very practical book and deals with the, I mean, it's down, he, James gets down to where the rubber touches the road. He deals with the different issues of life. And so today I want us to look at that question, and I want to use that question that James gives that what is your life, for the title for our message today. Now, first of all, we notice what is your life. We find, first of all, that our life is a victim of the fall. Back in verses uh, 1 through 4, uh, here he gives a list, verse number 1. Uh, he talks about the lusting and the warring in your members. This tells us uh, that we are a victim, that our life is a victim of the fall. Now, I, I'm aware that there are those or some uh, in our colleges and the professors and teachers that that want to promote the theory of evolution. But friend, nothing could be further from the truth. We have not evolved from where we once were, but we have devolved. It, it's the fact of de devolution. Uh, you see, we have we, uh, mankind was in a state of perfection, but, but when man sinned, he, he lost that. You see, uh, when man fell, uh, we lost three things. You see, in the, uh, in, in the fall of man, there in Genesis chapter number three, uh, there was a plunge into sin. Uh, we have not come from the bottom up to the top. But we have come from the top to the bottom. Romans 5 and verse number 12, the Bible said, For as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. So when man fell there in the Garden of Eden, and we are uh, the result of that, he lost three things. Number one, he lost the image of God. Genesis 5, verse 3, the Bible said uh, that Adam had a son in his image and in his likeness. When God created man, he created man in his image and after his likeness. But sin entered the picture, sin entered in, and has marred that image, and now uh, man is, uh, is in the image of our, our father, Adam. We are all the descendants of Adam. So he lost the image of God. 
And then he lost the favor of God. He said, sin has, has brought separation. Sin has brought division. I'm talking about what is your life. It's a victim of the fall. And so we lost three things, the image of God, the favor of God, and then the fellowship with God. Remember, prior to that time, God would come walking in the garden and and Adam and Eve would have that fellowship or with God there in the garden. My, what a time of fellowship they must have had. But when sin entered in, when sin came on the scene, that fellowship was uh, separate. That fellowship was broken. And you find there in Genesis 3 that when Adam and Eve sinned, they did not run looking for God, but they hid themselves among the trees trying to hide from God and trying to cover their shame, trying to cover their sin with the fig leaves. So they lost the fellowship with God, and God cried out, Adam, where art thou? It wasn't that God didn't know where Adam was, but God wanted Adam to know where Adam was. So we see we are a victim of the fall. There is the plunge into sin. And so that you look around the day, and you see this truth is very, very evident. Uh, in a nation, my friend, that was once founded on the principles and the precepts of God's Word, now are killing babies and kissing poodle dogs. That tells you how far we have fallen, uh, my friend, in the sin. That tells you how far we've gone away from God because of the fall of man. So you see when man in this plunge in the sin, uh, we find that uh, three things were affected. Uh, the will of man. The Bible says in Isaiah 53, verse 6, He's turned everyone to his own way. That, that's, that's the attitude of mankind today. It's my way or no way. Uh, Genesis 5, verse 3, Adam's son was in his image and in his likeness. Not only was the will of man affected, but our mind was affected. Ephesians 2, verse 3, the Bible said, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And then the heart was affected. Jeremiah 17, verse 9, Jeremiah said, that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. That's that's what happened when man fell into sin, when we were plunged into sin, and it brought the whole world into sin. Ephesians 2 and verse number 3, the Bible said, We were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. In Psalm 58 and verse number 3, the Bible said, They go astray as soon as they're born, seeking life. You know, isn't it amazing? You do not have to teach a child. You do not, you do not have to teach a baby to lie. It's their nature. It's their fallen nature. But you have to train them and teach them uh, to do right. So here we find what is, what is your life? Friend, it is a victim of the fall. When Adam sinned, he plunged all of humanity. We are the descendants of fallen Adam, and we have the nature of fallen Adam. 
So there is a plunge into sin. Secondly, there is the plague of sin. Uh, you see, we have uh, the sickness of sin. Sin is to blame for all the wrong in the land today. You look, look around. There are many today that are in the hospital, some having surgery, some of our uh, folk having surgery. What, why is that, preacher? It's the result of sin. Now, let me, let me hasten to say it may, it's not the result of some personal sin in their life, but it is the result of a fallen nature uh, that we inherited from Father Adam. In Isaiah chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, the Bible said, There is no soundness, but we are full of wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. In James 5 and verse 14, he said, Is any sick among you? This tells us, you see, they were saved. They, they were saved, but yet they experienced sickness. Why? Because they have a body that has been <coughs> tainted by sin. Remember in 1 Timothy 5, verse 23, Timothy was sick. Why was that? Because he had a fallen nature that was subject uh, to the diseases and the elements of this world, friend. And I'm saying sin. We sin because we are, are sinners. That's our nature. So what is our life? It is a victim of the fall. We have been plunged into sin. And we have the plague of sin. But notice, secondly, it's not only a victim of the fall, but it's a vapor that fades. Verse 14, he said, what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. Now notice in verse 13, they were saying, are we going to live a year going to a certain city, buy and sell and get gain and be there a year? But you see, James said, well, you don't even understand. You, you don't know what your life is. Your life is a vapor that appeared for a little season. They were bragging and boasting, but they were leaving God out. James said in verse 15, what you ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. They ought to say, Lord willing, we'll be here a year. Lord willing, we'll buy and sell and get gain. Hey, friend, don't ever leave God out of the equation. He has the final say so. So it's a, our life is a vapor that fades. Life is so short. He said it's a vapor. I, I remember as a child, we would have the little kettle on the stove at home, uh, and uh, mom would uh, put some water in, boil the water. You could see that vapor uh, come out the spout there, this, or the steam. Uh, but you know what? In just an instant, it's gone. That's what James is saying here, that our life is short. It's just like a vapor uh, that fades. Job said uh, it's swifter than a weaver's shuttle. He said again, man is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. You see, I remember my grandparents used to say, boy, life is so long. Our day, it seemed like our Christmas never come. But now you know what? Since I'm paying the bills, it seemed like Christmas comes twice a year. Amen. 
and uh, so life, our life is just a vapor, and we need not brag or boast. It's only by the grace of God that we're still here. So life is short, and then we find that death is sure. You know, friend, it wouldn't take you very long to die. It would not take you very long to die. I remember when my father-in-law passed away. We were in the church service there in Hartwell. Uh, he stood up to call him Brother Clayton Jones to pray. While he was praying, he said, Amen, and went home to be with the Lord. I rushed to him, and friend, I couldn't find any pulse or anything. This tells me our death is so sure. And so life is short. Death is sure. Hebrews 9, 27, the Bible said, It's appointed unto man once to die. Then after this, the judgment. You remember reading in Luke 12, verses, uh, verse number 20, uh, as the Lord talks about uh, the parable of the rich man dad. He said, I've got these goods laid up for many years. I'll take my knees, eat, drink, and be merry. He was saying basically what these folks were saying here. He said, I've got much goods. Laid up for many years, I'll take my ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be? Friend, I'm telling you, death is sure. I wonder today, if God called your number today, would you be ready to meet him? You know, uh, soon, it may be soon, than, sooner than we think. Someone else may be here at the microphone on the Bethany Baptist Church broadcast. We do not know. Death is sure. Life is short. But life is also significant. In Romans 14 and verse number 7, Paul said, None of us, none, no one lives to himself, nor no man dies to himself. You see, our life is having an influence on others, whether it's positively or negatively. Someone is watching your life. It may be your children. It may be your companion, your neighbors, your fellow workers, schoolmates, or whatever. But your life is significant, and it's having an effect on those around you, either positively or negatively. Well, my friend, I trust that your life is one that's pleasing to God if not, may the Lord help you to make things right with him today while there's time, because you may be gone before the sun comes up in the morning. May the Lord bless you till tomorrow, in Jesus' name, amen.